Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday. It's January the 29th. Um, we'll talk about tonight's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Sixers. Um, in addition to being, before I do all that, just to give you a little more introduction. In addition to being the host of this podcast, this podcast, Locked On 76ers, is the only podcast that covers the Sixers that comes to you five days a week. But in addition to being a host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer's 76ers beat writer. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can uh, go to Inquirer.com to read my articles and stuff like that. But... The first segment, I want to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? And the Sixers, talking about tonight's game. To me, it's a key game for the Sixers, right? So I want to talk and explain that to you. The second segment, I want to talk about uh, Joel Embiid. And, you know, there's been a debate in the city um, about people saying how he doesn't get the calls that he deserves. We could talk about that a little bit. And in the third segment, you know how we do things that just goes to go to mind and uh we'll, we'll we'll touch base on that right but you know right now i'm looking at it the sixers are in minnesota right the minnesota timberwolves are four and 13. that's the worst record in the western conference now they don't have the worst record overall because you look at it, and the Washington Wizards at three and eleven. Their winning percentage is twenty-one point four percent. Where you look at Minnesota is twenty-three point five, right? But when you when we factor in um, the last ten games, I mean this team, Minnesota is two and eight, right? Washington's three and seven. Minnesota has lost. Two games in a row. Now, sorry about that noise. If you may hear some noise in the background, there's a, a siren going on outside my hotel room. But if you look at the Timberwolves, right? I mean, let their last game, they had several key players who didn't play, right? So, now here we go. Carl Anthony Towns, he has missed the last six games due to health and safety protocol. Now, his status will be reevaluated prior to tonight's game, right, against the Sixers. Guard D'Angelo Russell missed two games with a right calf contusion. His status will be reevaluated prior to Friday's game, tonight's game against the Sixers. Um, guard Jared Colbert. Miss one game with a left ankle sprain. His status will be reevaluated. So, we're talking about, and then they got a guy uh, forward, Cuantro Herman Gomez. He missed six games with the health and safety protocol. His status will be reevaluated prior to, to tonight's game. So, we're talking about key players who are injured or dealing with the protocol. Now, I understand their status will be reevaluated. But if they don't play, you have to assume that the Sixers are going to have a huge advantage. You have to assume it, right? 
Now, if they do play, you know, you're looking at Carl Anthony Towns coming back, you know, that's going to be, um, let's, I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, who knows what to expect. But I'm telling you, I expect on paper for the Sixers to destroy this team. And to me, that's when it gets tricky. Like, how many times have we saw the Sixers play, come off an emotional home win, go to a place where they're supposed to destroy their undermanned or or um, subpar opponent, only to struggle and barely win or take an L in the past? So, to me, this game is more vital than people think. Seriously. Especially if Joel Embiid doesn't play. Now, he's listed as questionable. I think he wants to play. His back is messed up from that fall. His back is messed up when he fell against uh, the Lakers on Wednesday. But the Sixers need to put this team away. They do. I mean, we can think of so many times this season where the Sixers came off an emotional win and then stunk up the joint the next time. Like, think we don't even think that far back. Think about when they defeated the Boston Celtics last Friday. They they go to Detroit on Saturday, and they struggle before holding off the at the time league's last place Detroit Pistons. Right. The next night, two nights later, they get romped by the Pistons. Right. So. I understand that the Pistons beat the Lakers last night. I get that. But I'm talking about the Sixers and how they don't get up for opponents all the time. And this is something like right now, the Sixers have the best record in the East. Right now, the 76ers need to go out there and they need to lay down a hammer. They do. They can't let they can't play. They can't like let this team think they have they have a chance to win. You know, this is a statement game to me. It really is. Now Mike Scott is coming back. So he should help out with some. But I will also want to see how Dwight Howard's gonna play. I don't really like the pairing together with Dwight Howard and Ben Simmons on the floor. No shooters, lack of spacing. I also want to see Steph, how Steph Curry's going to play. I know he's been dealing with ankle issues, but he's really struggled the last two games. So to me, tonight, believe it or not, it's going to be a statement game to see how the Sixers do. Now, before I say something, you know, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. You know, Built Bar, the... Uh, the protein bar that tastes like a candy. I'm telling you, it tastes like a candy bar. So what you need to do is you need to use go um, you, uh, log on to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and get 20% off your next purchase. Now, you know, the people who listen to this podcast, they all know how much I feel about Built Bar. Seriously, they do. I mean, I love Built Bar. 
I mean, I love the partnership that I have with it because it's something that I really believe in. And the thing is, right about now, I'm fiending for a built bar. I mean, I hate to say it, but yours truly forgot to pack some. So it's like I'm a little irritable right now, early this morning, a little irritable because I didn't get to eat my built bar. But let me tell you something. I don't even want to talk about it because it's only going to make me hungry. But built bar is gooey, chewy. Like I said, it, it, it tastes like a chocolate candy bar. And it's good for you. It's not a lot of um, calories. There's a lot. I mean, it gives you all the nutrients you need, everything. And the thing is, you feel like you're cheating because of the taste. Like they'll have a, a shortcake one, tastes like a shortcake. They'll have a brownie one, it tastes like a brownie. But I'm here to tell you, all this stuff is good for you. So what you need to do is, like I said before, moments ago, you need to log on to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. Now, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to your podcast at. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. The same thing for Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. And you can um, make sure you follow me in the Inquire.com or you can purchase a Philadelphia Inquire and a Philadelphia Daily News. Thank you. Now, you know, Joel, yesterday be honest with you, um, my plan was, you know, I wanted to write about the All-Stars. You know, there's some people talking about that, you know, where it is that the Sixers should have three All-Stars this year. But the question is, do they really have three All-Stars, right? I don't think they'll get three players in the All-Star game. I don't, I don't think so. I think that uh, Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons, one of them is going to cancel the other one out. Right, that's just how it is. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I honestly think that uh, Tobias is is having a better season. No, it, I don't think he is having a better overall season than Ben Simmons. So, you know, you would think that Ben Simmons is an incumbent, but you think that Tobias may get the edge um, if if it came down to it. Now, there's still some time. Things could happen, but you know. I was going to write that for today's paper, um, but I was speaking to my editor, and you know he was talking about Joel Embiid and about how asking if there's a double standard between you know Joel and and uh, LeBron, you know other people like that, you know, and and what we're talking about is where Joel went up for that dunk and LeBron kind of pushed him, and I kind of LeBron pushed him out of the way. Joel lands on his back, and he's down there for a couple minutes grimacing in pain. And, uh, you know, Joel came out and said, hey, if that was me, it would have been different. Like He felt like he would have been ejected, right? And there goes the thing. Is there a double standard? Like, honestly, is there a double standard between LeBron's and, and then Joel's and stuff like that? And... You know, Doc Rivers kind of diffused it where he said, you know, they're just giving out flagrant flowers for anything. Um, it was a tough call. But when you look at it, I don't think that there's a double standard the way people think there is. Yes, was that a questionable call? Yeah. 
But a lot of times when you look at Joel Embiid and you see how he gets to the foul line, like this guy is leading all NBA players with average of free throw attempts at 10.87 per game. And if you ask players around the league about who he, the guys who defend him, they all feel as though he's getting calls. I mean, he has it down pat the way he swipes his arm and this and that, and boom, they go to the line, right? I mean, it's a good move that he has. It gets him to the foul line. But they feel as though that, hey, he's getting an advantage. And then it was a couple years ago, two seasons ago, where – Joel um, gave an elbow, an unintentional elbow to um, a Brooklyn Nets player. Um, And basically, like, it was a hard, tough one. Joel initially was upset because he felt like it it wasn't an egregious move or anything like that. He felt like it was just a flow of the game, him playing. And then, but the Brooklyn Nets took exception to it. They also took exception to how Joel, like, swiped down at the ball on the guy. So I know some people in Philly are going to say, like, come on, man. Like, these are two different situations. But what I'm saying is you got one guy who about to get dunked on and he pushes a guy. You have another guy who gave a delivered elbow and then he swiped down hard at the ball. So what I'm saying is, like, it's no matter what happens, we're all going to say, hey, that was a bad move. Like, if people were in Brooklyn and they saw that, they say, hey, Joel Embiid needs to be ejected. The people in Philly are saying, hey, LeBron James needs to be ejected. So, you know, it's all the same. It is. Now, the thing is, does LeBron James, being a full-time All-Star, being one of the when – and it, when he ends his career, he's going to be one of the top three all-time greats. You could debate, debate – um, where he ranks in those top three, but he's definitely going to be that. So, yeah, he, he's going to get some calls now. I mean, he's going to get some things, and he's going to get some liberty to do things. But when you look at LeBron, he's not a dirty player. Not at all. Not at all. He's not. And so that comes a benefit of the doubt. Did he, did he plan on hurting Embiid? No. No. He was just preventing the guy trying to dunk on him. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's it. So that's my two points, two cents on that one. You could take it for what it's worth. You could agree. You could disagree. But, you know, I don't think that LeBron James had any malice in what he did. I just think he was trying to prevent himself from getting dunked on, and and, and that's, that's what the refs felt. Now, this, you can listen to this podcast by going to um, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast at. You can just subscribe there to get this podcast. You can also you can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. The same thing for Instagram is Pompey on Sixers. You can make sure that you can, and I appreciate it, if you go to inquire.com to read my articles, right? Then you can also go to, um, go, you know, uh, inquire.com, and you can also, like, subscribe to the Philadelphia Inquirer, Philadelphia Daily News. 
Now, the people who know me that know that I'm not really a big better. I'm not, I'm not a bet man. Like, I don't even play cards. I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't. I'm not a gambler. Um, but I know a lot of people are, and I'm not opposed to gambling. And if you love gambling, I got, a, I got something for you, a tip for you. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that's betonline.ag.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Do that today. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like, I'm, I'm gonna take a change from uh, from sports, and I, I I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this. So yesterday, I had like a little bad experience, right? So I'm staying in this hotel. And uh, I, I just want to let you know how it is. So nowadays, the style is, I'm just going to tell you what I have on, what I, what I had on. So when I travel places, I, I enjoy wearing, like, track suits and, I mean, scoot, yeah, sweats and, like, track sneakers. That's just my, my, my vibe. That's my flow, right? I put on a scully cap. I have on it's the winter time, so I have on like you know a big, a big bomber type jacket, not bomber, but you know puffy, thick you know winter jacket. I have my gloves on. I have a guy mask. That's just my thing. Like I'm when I go in the airport, like I don't I want to wear sweats. I don't want to wear like jeans or anything like that. Right? It's just me. So, so I'm here in Minnesota, and uh, so. You know, I go out, I go leave. I mean, I have on my sweats. I go get something to eat. I come back. Security guy is, you know, down in the lobby. Now, the hotel I'm at, the, the well, he's in the entrance. The lobby is on the fifth floor. So, you know, I say, hey, what's up, brother? He says, hey, what's up? I hop on the elevator. Something says to me, I said, listen. This dude's going to follow me. Something told me that this dude's going to follow me. And what I did is, instinctively, when I said what's up to him, I, I reach in my pocket and I pull out my room key so he knows that I'm staying here, right? Something just told me to do that. Something tells me to do that. So, um, now mind you, this hotel, they're not serving food here or anything. No room service, no anything. But they have like a little a little store that you can go and you can purchase some things and take it up to your room. So I said, you know what, let me go get some stuff and go to the room. So as I'm walking out there, the guy, as, I, as I'm walking out of the store, the guy at the front desk says, hey, sir, we have some courtesy water. I'm like, okay, because I was going to purchase some water. And he says, we have some courtesy bottles of water for you. You don't have to do it. So I, I take the water back. All right. As I walk back out, the security guard that I saw downstairs <laughs> is walking up. Now, mind you, he says he saw me piss something in my pocket. And I'm like, what? He said, I just saw your fl your pocket flicker. Uh -huh. I'm like, what are you talking about? 
Now, mind you, now, first of all, now, when I told you, when I told y'all, like, when I walked into the building, something told me this dude was going to follow me. <laughs> right? So I'm like, you're joking, right, man? So, like, when he said that, I said, you're joking, right? And he says, no, nah, I'm not. I said, so are you saying you want to see what's in my pockets? And he said, yes, I do. Now, here's the thing. Let me tell you about this hotel. This is a hotel that I come to a lot when I come to Minneapolis. To a point where they say, Mr. Pompey, we appreciate your, your loyalty. We got an upgrade for you. It happened several times. So, matter of fact, I got a little, up, little, a little upgrade this time, right? So I'm like, so you really? So I'm saying to the guy, so you really want me to open up my pocket? And he said, yeah. So I opened up my pocket, and it was my battery charger for my cell phone, like. It's like a charger nowadays. It's like they used to have cases, but now they got chargers that you charge into the phone. Battery pack. And I said, now, and he looked. I said, so what, you going to apologize? And he said, oh, I'm sorry. And I said, man, that's kind of effed up. What you just did to me was effed up. And I said to him, I said, look, bro, we in Minnesota. The George Floyd stuff just happened here. And I can't believe that you just racially profiled me. Now, mind you, I saw him when I came in the building. He spoke. I take out my room key because I see how he's looking at me. I come upstairs. I go to the gift shop, whatever, you know, the little area, the store, whatever it is. I come out, and he's saying I stole something. Then he apologizes, and when I say you effed up, he going to look at me like he about ready to do something, talking about um, I'm not going to take this harassment from you. Harassment? I'm like, harassment? And he's going to say, well, you cursed at me. You said the F word. What? Man... Then he kept staring at me. Now, the people in the hotel, they're being really nice to me. The one dude, they're apologizing the other person. But I'm going to be honest with you. This thing really, like, messed me up. It really messed me up. And I even said to him, I said, let me ask you something, man. If I was a white guy in a suit, would you do this to me? He got defensive. Everybody trying to apologize for him, or the one person was. But that didn't really sit well with me. I came up to my room, and I'm serious. Like, we're talking about Minnesota, where you got the guy George Floyd, all this other stuff. And this is going to happen. All right, y'all, have a nice day. Peace.